Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. That's audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's audibletrial.com slash voices in my head. Give it a try today. Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is your source for discussions on music, literature, movies, pop culture, theology, and more. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of the Voices in My Head podcast. And don't forget to let the voices in your head be heard by following me on Twitter at Rick Lee James and sharing your thoughts about today's show. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. As always, I am your host. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. As always, I am your host, Rick Lee James. Sorry about that. I forgot to flip the switch on. Nothing like professional broadcasting. Uh, I've been on the road, though. This is my excuse for about six hours today, and I led music at my church before I left this morning, so it's been a long day for me, but it just so happened um, that my guest today uh, sent me a message and said, hey, uh, I know we're scheduled to do something tomorrow, but a job came up, and so I need to do that. Uh, I got to go play somebody's beautiful guitars, you know, all day. So can we meet at a different time? So we set it up for tonight, and so literally I'm fresh off the road after having been driving for a long ways, but I've been listening to my guest's music in the car today. A wonderful way to do a drive as the sun's starting to set, going through the hills of Tennessee, coming into Nashville. And so you will not be disappointed by who he is today. Uh, Lance Allen, amazing guitar player. Well, hello, hello, hello. Yes. Yeah, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing really well. We're <clears throat> sitting here in your very nice studio here in Smyrna, Tennessee. That's right. And you do guitar lessons here, and, and I see all these beautiful guitars that you have sitting around the room, um, and uh, you let me play one of them here a minute ago, and we're going to hopefully play some songs later in the day, but... I wanted to give people a chance to get to know you a little bit, and I thought before we did that, maybe you'd just like to play a song to lead us in today, because yeah. you are uh, one of the best guitar players I know, for sure, and uh, and by the way, you can follow Lance online at Lance, Lance Allen. Allen. Yeah, <laughs> just look up Lance Allen, yeah. or on Twitter, Guitar Lancer, you're also right. on there, um, but you're in for a treat. He's got some great videos you can watch online, and you're going to get to hear him play right now, completely by himself, even though it's going to sound like there's six of him playing, I'm sure. Uh, the one and only Lance Allen.
Up on Cloud Street. Yeah, from, that's the name of that. From Lance Allen's album, uh, String Poet, That's right? the String Poet, yes. String Poet. And you know how every song has a story. Let me tell you a real quick story about that. Yeah. Well, I did this Kickstarter, a fundraiser, to help get this project going. And one of my students, Joe, he contributed a, a pretty nice amount. And, and the reward for that was for me to write a song or to dedicate a song. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that I would be... You know, I might have had a piece that didn't have a title on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe has a sailboat, believe it or not, and I have actually taught him through Skype. I teach lessons through wow. Skype, and I taught Joe through Skype on his sailboat. And guess what his sailboat is named? Uh, Cloud Street. Cloud Street. Oh. You got it right, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, up on Cloud Street, dedicated to Joe, my buddy. I know you're going to listen to this, so... Yeah. How's it going, Joe? That's great. Well, Joe, thank you so much for donating because you have added to my musical enjoyment. That was one of the, the, that's actually one of the first ones I always go to when I listen to you because I just, I just love that when it it puts me in a good mood. Even driving through the terrible traffic I was going through in Nashville and I was like, this is just, you know, this makes me love traffic. I just, yeah. (laughs) So let me ask you, I know that one's an an original tune. Do you mostly write all of your own? I mean, most of your I do. I mostly write all of my songs and that one actually hired a couple of musicians to play string instruments, a, yeah. a violin player and a cello player, and they just, you know, I sent them the track and they sent it back with this incredible wow. harmony and things, you know, and yeah. um, shout out to uh, Avery Bright and Paul Nelson, yeah. wonderful musicians, and um, I do also arrange cover songs, and those those are also out there in the world of the internet. Yeah. You know, I love, what you, stuff, I love so. what you did with Mad World. That's yeah, always been one of my really favorites dark. anyway. Yeah. That yeah. one was really interesting because I, I tuned my guitar down a whole step. Did you? <laughs> and played in a minor key. So wow. it ended up being D minor, you know, like your E yeah. minor. D minor. The saddest of all keys. Yeah. Never watched Spinal Tap. You know <laughs> right. I mean? The D minor, the saddest yeah. of all keys. Definitely. Yeah. Well, it sounds great. I, I really enjoy your plan, and I appreciate you taking some time tonight because I know you've got a busy schedule with your students and with your playing. I know you were at, a, I believe, a festival this week in Indiana, or uh, a contest. Yeah, actually, I, the at? contest I was just at was the Walnut Valley Festival in Winfield, Kansas, Okay. and they have this big contest for all kinds of different folk instruments. They have a fingerstyle guitar contest, which is what I entered in, but they also do like flat picking and yeah, banjo, mandolin, and all of that. Uh, but there's usually 40 contestants, and uh, I didn't make it this year. Oh. I'm good enough, but that yeah. time I didn't make it. Yeah. And uh, but it's a good time. All this, all of the competitors are real uh, close. We're all good buddies now. You know, yeah. it's a good camaraderie type of thing. You That's know. Good. That's great. So you did you drive? Like I drove to Kansas and camped out at the fairgrounds. It was then, a good 13 hour drive. Whew. And then drove back, and, and drove here you are. So, so you're world weary too today. Yeah. But, well, I'm sorry you didn't make it, but um, that's all right. Last month was the Indiana contest. Yeah. They have a the national fingerstyle championship, and I actually won that one. So that's great. And is that where you won this guitar that you were? Yeah, I, I got a guitar over here made by Thomas Roger. He's a, a real nice gentleman. He's a school teacher, in fact, and he kind of builds guitars on the side in his little basement and. Um, he built one guitar for this uh, contest prize, wow. and his name, yeah, I said Tom Roger, yeah, out of Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Well, it's it's a nice guitar, and uh, what you listeners didn't get to hear uh, on the show is just beforehand, Lance was showing me a few of his guitars, 
and just playing some tunes on them for me. He even played my guitar, it makes it sound better than it's ever sounded in my hands, so I appreciated that. That means that next time I pick it up, it's gonna I'm gonna sound better. I just yeah, have that's to. right. It rubbed we off. Put some mojo. Into it. <laughs> in fact, this guitar that I'm playing has a name. Mojo. Mojo. Very you see good. That written in the. That's one of them. Oh, I see it. It is it's written actually in written there. on the on the face it's, of the guitar. It's one of those take mine guitars. The yeah, top and you can you can so. actually Google it and and learn the, the history of it and everything. Wow. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, you know, if guitars could talk, they could tell a lot of stories, and I think you probably also have a pretty cool story too. So, what I want to do for listeners who may not have heard you before, first of all, I want to encourage them all to go to Spotify, uh, especially to Spotify because you've got a goal we're going to talk about in a few sure. minutes. Uh, but you're also on iTunes, uh, Apple Music, or just Pandora about, as well. Yeah, Pandora, just about anywhere that you can hear good guitar music, you can find that. But let's hear about you. Where are you originally from? What's your I'm background? from Western Kentucky, okay. and my father got me started on guitar. So, of course, I've learned to play with a thumb pick Yeah. in the style of Merle Travis a little bit. And uh, I really didn't start on that early on. I actually was kind of more into the Metallica and Nirvana yeah. in the 90s, you know, and um, then got into Stevie Ray Vaughan uh, as I became a teenager and I moved to Ohio for a couple of years and had a really great guitar teacher there and mm-hmm. I was introduced to fingerstyle guitar. I think he handed me a, like a tape of some classical guy and I was really impressed that he could play um, like this here. You know, yeah. and I was like, whoa, that's cool. So I ended up learning stuff like that yeah. and from then on, you know, I discovered Phil Keggy and Chet Atkins and Tommy yeah. Manuel, which are all great uh, solo guitar musicians. You know, yeah. so all, all heroes of mine. I think yeah. I think all guitarists. Leo Kotke is another one that was a big influence. Yeah, I think that we all have these these common guitar heroes. You know, and some of them are people that we aspire to be like, and then other ones that like, I know. For me, I'm just like I've just given up hope on some of them of ever trying to find. But the the beautiful thing about the internet age that we live in now, where it used to be there were all the ones that you just named and I think when we were learning guitar like those are the ones we all went to but then there's people that I find online like you that if it hadn't been for things like you know Instagram and Facebook and things like that um, maybe I wouldn't have found you because you know not everybody is going to be that um, I, I wonder if there is even going to be like that one guy in the future that we go like well this is the one everybody learned from because we have so many sources sure. where people are coming from and I think you're just as good as any of them and the more I listen to you I really think like yeah Lance is up there with all these guys and, yeah, you know and, I, and that's one reason I wanted to have you on the podcast is you may be someone um, who people have heard and maybe not even know they've heard you because you're on these playlists and, and there are people in the background and I think a lot of times we take for granted that like oh there's just some guy in the background there's a lot of hard work and a lot of years of effort that go into doing that. How old were you when you first started playing? I was probably 12 or 13. Okay. And I put a lot of hours in college playing guitar. So yeah. I would play probably anywhere from four to eight hours a day yeah. in college. If I had time and plenty of, you know, didn't have a girlfriend or anything. And, <laughs> you know, I just played my guitar, you know. And remind <clears throat> me where you went to college? I started out at Eastern Kentucky University okay. and then eventually transferred to Middle Tennessee State where I studied the recording industry there. Okay. And I graduated there in 2002. Was uh, was Doc, I think he was teaching at MTSU, uh, Doc Stone, did you ever meet Doc Stone? No, I don't think so. Okay, well he was my teacher um, and I, I lived in Dixon, Tennessee 
and uh, he I've lost touch with him over the years, but he was a, a Grand Ole Opry staff player for a while, okay. you know. And, yeah. Um, he he has an interesting story. If if you ever had a chance to meet him, he lives uh, in the Nashville area, but. Uh, he's one of these guys that played Christian music for years and got deeply into drugs and alcohol. And then when he actually became a Christian, he had to get out, but out of Christian music so he could stay sober. <laughs> so it was kind of interesting how it all worked out. Oh man! Um, but you had talked about uh, that's part of his testimony. He tells the story, but it's kind of interesting um, to hear about like the guitarist that you met up with in Troy. And I've listened to him, but I forgot his name. Please remind me the teacher uh, that he uh, Jimmy Feltz. Jimmy Feltz, yeah, and you can find him online too. Um, the people that we come in contact with along the way, for me, Doc was that one that like made it seem like, oh, this could be achievable. Like mm -hmm. I, I finally heard somebody face to face because there's something about the people we hear on the radio, but but sometimes until we meet that one and see them in front of us and we go, hey, they're just humans too. We maybe we can figure this out <laughs> and do it. Uh, so I assume he was one of those you know people for you that really sure, helped yeah. you kind of unlock some things in yeah. your mind. Who are some other, just like, maybe not people you've met like him, but who are some, some really strong influences? Um, maybe some guys that you have kind of piled around with here in Nashville while you've been there. Can you think of well, some? last year of college, when I discovered Tommy Emanuel, and I only discovered Tommy Emanuel by going to a Phil Keggy concert. Yeah. And I went to see Phil, and Tommy was there. And at that point, I was like online looking at tablatures and mm -hmm. videos. If I could, in fact, there weren't videos on online then. Right. It was just like data, just numbers and sure. things. So I found <laughs> I found you know tabs of his music, and I bought his CDs, and I tried to learn some of those. And I was starting to write some of my own music as well at that yeah. time, just trying, you know. And that's probably you know he's probably one of the biggest influences on my style of playing. But I don't want to say that I'm like, you know, a thumb picker or anything yeah. like that. I kind of have my own thing, you know, sure. with, with a, a big influence of Tommy Emanuel. Yeah. 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 Well, he's one of the greats for sure. And, and I can definitely see that influence on you when you're playing. And now something that you do that I don't know that Tommy Emanuel does is you are able to, and, and I can't do this when I'm playing, you are able to maintain the greatest grin on the planet when you play whereas whereas people like me and others I'm like I look like I'm angry when I start you know <laughs> well there's a but, there's a secret to that my mama told me when I was young or after I had braces she said well you better smile yeah I paid a lot of money for them braces you better smile so I try my best to smile you well, know it doesn't always come across but you yeah. gotta listen to my well my favorite one is when you play the family guy theme song <laughs> and you and you know the big there's a video online of Lance you need to look this up of him playing a Family Guy song, and he's got the biggest grin, and he's just like you know, it's, bobbing, yeah. it, it looks effortless. His head's bobbing and everything, and uh, it's it's really awesome. Hair going everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that gives you an idea of the online presence that you have because you have quite a following there, and I yeah. think a lot of people tune into your live videos on Facebook, and and maybe some of them are just coffee fans. I don't know because it seems yeah. like you're always brewing coffee. Yeah, it's always brewing coffee. Some of that, but in fact, I did a video today of me making coffee for people. People. It's really weird, but you know, sometimes the most mundane or what seems yeah. silly to people. I mean, there's there's one guy on YouTube that like eats spaghetti, yeah. <laughs> and he has like millions of views for some reason. You and know? he just eats spaghetti. I haven't quite gone viral with the coffee thing, but I'm having fun with it. You know, uh, it's it's like people get to see a side of me that they probably sure. wouldn't see. You know, it's yeah. just me talking to people, making coffee. And it's not just like in a pot. I do this whole pour over and measure yeah. with beans and grinding sure. and uh, 
on the video, uh, I'm used to, uh, I'll, when I grind the beans, I'll dance. I don't yeah. know if you've seen yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. in fact, my scale broke, and I need to go get a new scale so I yeah. can measure my beans. No, you're, you're a serious coffee guy, and I, I love that, too. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I think you use that uh, in innovative ways, and that, that always fascinates me when I see people figuring out this new frontier called the Internet. Because, yeah. I mean... We've had it for what twenty years or something like that, but it's it's only just now getting to the point where we're figuring out what to do with it, and and I'm always interested in people when they figure out ways to be innovative with it. Um, like I've seen you do creative things that I haven't seen anybody else do, which makes a lot of sense though. Like you'll put a link to your tip jar um, right. on a yeah. Facebook video yeah. where you say, "Hey, if you're enjoying the music that I'm playing here live, just click on this link and you can go and leave me a tip." You, you know, can buy me a cup of coffee. Exactly, buy me a cup it's of coffee. It's really no different than me playing at a market or you know at a place where there's a lot of traffic. Yeah, and I see it that way. I'm not I'm not out there e-begging as some people sure. would call it. I'm just, it's my job. You know, I'm a musician and. It's kind of cool to get paid, and I want to give that opportunity yeah. to give me something, you know, if they yeah. like. You know, and yeah. I use the coffee thing as kind of a fun excuse. You know, I, I buy a lot of coffee, but I don't always use that money right. for coffee. But, sure. you know, it's, it's fun money. Well, money. And, and that's exactly it. It's, it's, a, it's a great idea, and it's, again, it's a thing that um, probably all of us have done at some point. You might see some guy downtown Nashville with his case open, yeah. you know. And well, I, I, got, I kind of got the idea from a... A group called SVD Los. They're a, a group that sells a boat all around the world, and mm -hmm. they have a really successful Patreon thing. And at the end of their videos, it, this guy cracks open a beer, and there's a, a thing that says "Buy us a beer," and there's a link, you know. And, mm -hmm. and I figured, you know, I don't drink a lot of beer. I like beer here and there, but mm -hmm. uh, I drink more coffee and sure. I do that. So, boom! Let's yeah. let's let's add the coffee thing <laughs> at the end, you know. <laughs> Everybody loves coffee. Oh man! Well, yeah, but and if they don't, I I become very suspect of them. Right now, yeah. actually, my friend. Yeah, no. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Now I'll have to ask you this question, and this will this will really limit the audience. But do you like the show Twin Peaks? Did you ever watch that? Or I haven't watched Twin Peaks, but I know a guy that wrote or like composed the theme song. Oh, is that right? Not really composed it, but he wrote, he like did an arrangement of it. Oh wow, that's yeah. cool. Well, the only reason I ask that is one of the main characteristics of the good guys on Twin Peaks is you know they're a good guy if they really enjoy coffee yeah and the bad gotcha. guys that come into the same <laughs> diner and you know you know they're suspect and they're not good guys because they'll walk in and they don't really care for the pie or the coffee or that's that kind of, so that's kind of interesting in that that show longmire is the same way i don't know if you've seen that no one. i haven't it's, seen that one but i'm always all the good guys are drinking coffee oh see so well, i'm always looking for connection there. a good show so yeah. that's good stuff um it, well as, as much as i have um enjoyed so many different styles of music over the years um, personally as a musician I don't always get to play styles that I want to branch out to like when it comes to albums uh, I've kind of made a name for myself as being sort of a worship songwriter and, and doing music in churches and things and um, it occurs to me from time to time like like, oh, no, there's certain styles I can play I bet people never know I can play so my question for you is I was thinking about today as because you're kind of known as a, a fingerstyle guitarist not kind of you are you're known yeah. as a, a great fingerstyle guitarist uh, but I also know you like people like John Mayer and people oh, who are you know incredible musicians but are not necessarily that same style is there a style of music that like you really enjoy and, and like to branch out to from time to time sure. just outside of the the frame I, of what you people play? are always surprised when I put on a Strat and play the blues yeah I just love that. I mean, I started out playing that sort of stuff and, yeah. you know, bending strings and having this real crazy vibrato or mm -hmm. whatever, you know. 
I played a gig just recently and I'd forgotten my guitar slide. Now, I don't, you don't see me play guitar slide on any of my videos. Yeah. But there was a Coke bottle laying around, so I grabbed the Coke bottle, chugged the rest of the Coke, and, and I used that Coke <laughs> bottle during a Derek Truck song. Were, the band, oh, yeah. So, nice. you know, you get the idea. Right? Yeah. So that was fun to, to get a little showy on the electric guitar, you know. Yeah. That always surprises cool. people. They're like, whoa, didn't know Lance could do that. Yeah, and, and the electric always. I love electric. I've, I've been in a phase right now after many years of just playing acoustic, like, in a lot of my... In church, especially, I've been playing electric a lot more, and uh, it's it's funny the way that it. Um, I don't know if you're like this, but for me, when I switch from acoustic to uh, electric, uh, I have to get used to it again because it's like the, the I want to I want to bend the strings too hard or you yeah. know hold them too hard. That's why ways. I put really big strings on my electric yeah. guitar. It's like <laughs> I'm putting 11s or 12s on there. And yeah, it's like it's kind of like the acoustic guitar, you know, except for the. The third string's an unwound string. Yeah, you know, you can bend it a little bit easier. Yeah, well, it, it's it's just fun to. Uh, I mean, for me, it's been fun to like kind of get into that style. And I'm getting ready to record another album in a few months, and I plan to do a lot more electric. Um, last time I was in Nashville to do a podcast, uh, one of my guests, uh, the only one that I actually played music with, was uh, a mutual friend of ours, Dave Cleveland, and, sure. and Dave did most of the electric on my last album. Oh, cool. um, I did a couple guitar solos, but he did. The, he did the heavy lifting on that album, and uh, and it was a lot of fun to to get to do that and to branch out and play different things. Um, but I, but I think even even you're unique um, from from like just regular studio players in that you're demoing guitars all the time. And yeah. like tomorrow you're going to be at the guitar parlor, guitar and, gallery. Uh, sorry, okay. guitar gallery. Um, and and so what you do sometimes is you. Uh, take maybe you can explain a little better than what I could, but you demo guitars for yeah. Guitar. Basically, she sells a lot of high end guitars like mm -hmm. Olsen's and Ryan, Kevin Ryan's. Yeah, and, uh, there's there's a lot of handmade guitars in there, and uh, basically I sit in a chair like what I'm sitting in here, and there's a couple of a stereo pair of microphones, and she brings me this really nice guitar mm -hmm. and says, "All right, play a little something on it." And she records it. And then I strum it, I'll do a strumming track, and then I'll do a single note track where I play mm -hmm. some notes on every string. And then I'll do a, a finger style piece at the end uh, where she can use it with her photo slideshow that she puts on YouTube. Uh -huh. And then after that, she hands me all these guitars and we've been doing Instagram videos. So if you're interested in seeing those, you can just look up Guitar Gal on Instagram. And, okay. and there's tons of me videos of me yeah. playing not finger style but just strumming or blues or drum mm -hmm. or whatever you know yeah. just little riffs of things you know just to kind of uh, bring awareness to the people about the guitar that sure. I'm playing or whatever well that's awesome so Instagram at Guitar Gal yeah. is the best place yeah. for that mine's Guitar Lancer Guitar Lancer you'll see my name tagged on all that's of that right. stuff too so. it, that, always, that name always reminds me of like someone who's going to go fight dragons or something a Lancer <laughs> you know it's going to be yeah. you know, but, which would be the, the coolest dragon fighter of all used one to, that used to guitar now, my wife is a photographer and there was this one time where I was you know, you remember Conan the Barbarian, right? How he held that big sword? Yeah. I was holding my guitar like that one time, and I had a mean-looking face like a barbaric face, yeah. you know, and I called that picture Lance the Guitarian. <laughs> That's fantastic. But let me tell you how I got the Guitar Lancer name, actually. Uh, I became acquainted with Tommy Emanuel through the Chet Atkins Appreciation Society, and uh, I kind of had that name as like on an email thing, but I never really thought of it as anything. And I, my first time I got to meet Tommy Emanuel, he said... Oh, the guitar dancer, and it from then on it stuck. I was like, I'm going to use that, you know, 
he called me the guitar lancer and he even wrote it on the poster back there wow. that I have on my wall. And uh, so Tommy sort of initiated that, uh, the Guitar Lancer thing. So my website is Guitar Lancer. All of my yeah. stuff is Guitar Lancer. That's the best story. I'm so glad you told that because yeah. I, I know a lot of our listeners appreciate Tommy Emanuel. How could you not if you've heard him? And, well, he's a uh, lovely person. Yeah. Well, that's... Now, what, does he live in the Nashville area? I don't yeah, know where he's he lives even at. Just in the next town over here. Wow. So That's fantastic. Well, we're going to, in a few minutes here, close the podcast out just by kind of jamming on something. But before we do that... Um, I've mentioned that I appreciate like your internet innovation and right. the things that you're doing and I appreciate this about you um, where a lot of artists even myself included at times have been known to uh, complain a bit about all that Spotify is taking from us or whatever you know for because and and, I, and I'll joke with friends like, "Hey, you got a thousand plays on Spotify. Congratulations on your three cents." You know, but just completely joking about that. But there's a little bit of truth because it it feels like sometimes um, a lot of a lot of us who sell music online, we feel like we're getting gypped. But you actually have come to change my view of that a little bit, partially well, because yeah, of some pretty, of your pretty goals. Interesting. Yeah. Um, somewhere in August of 2016. One of my students said, hey, you, I, I heard one of your songs on a Spotify playlist. I didn't even know what that was. So I was like, oh, cool. Uh, you heard a song on there. And he's like, which one was it? I think it's Kansas Town. Anyways, I distribute my music through CD Baby. And he's like, you probably get paid from that. I was like, oh, great. I'll get like, you know, 20 bucks or something. You know? mm-hmm. But man, it wasn't 20 bucks. It was more like, you know, six or $700. Wow. The, you know, and the key was, hey, you're on a playlist. And the playlist has you know, 300,000, half a million now, mm-hmm. half a million followers, and they go to it constantly. So, time rolls, and, you know, my song's still on there, mm-hmm. and I'm still getting, you know, the same amount every month, mm-hmm. and time goes on and on, and, and I'm like, Twyla, my wife's named Twyla, and I was like, hey, we need a bigger house, you know, yeah. so we're our income raised a little bit from that, and uh, the song's still on the playlist, and they actually changed it out. They put a different song on there, so I'm like, oh, great. I've got, you know, yeah. I'm established on this playlist. And earlier in this year, another playlist was developed called Peaceful Guitar. Uh, and I was like, why am I not on there? Yeah. You know, and I, I didn't have a song on there. And so I started reaching out to some of the artists on Spotify on that playlist and uh, became friends with a guy named Dennis Turbide who's from Ottawa, Canada, and uh, we just started sharing uh, ideas with each other. He had no idea how he got on the playlist. I didn't either on the acoustic (laughs) concentration. Uh, It just seemed like a lucky thing. So I started doing some research and found out that you need to be on a lot of user-generated playlists to even be visible by Spotify. So I started, like, right then, I started on the computer every morning, an hour, drinking coffee, looking up playlists that I could potentially be on. Mm-hmm. We're talking study playlists, we're talking sleeping music playlists, mm-hmm. we're talking uh, background music playlists, easy listening playlists. If yeah. I could find a name and a picture that associated with that person's name, I would look them up on Facebook, Twitter, tell them who I was and what I was doing. And uh, I wrote down, in fact, that I wanted to be on Peaceful Guitar in May. And after uh, three months or so, I got on the Peaceful Guitar. <laughs> And I'm on there with 59 other people. In fact, I'll tell you this, you may not even know, and a lot of people may not know, but there are what's called fake artists on Spotify, Hmm. which they're not really fake artists, but they're some artists that are paid to 
create tracks and they put them under pseudonym and false names. They don't exist. They don't hmm. they have a footprint. And I think it's maybe to cut costs, save some money on paying royalties, but mm-hmm. out of those 59 people, me and seven or eight other people are on the playlist, you wow. know, enjoying, enjoying that. So hopefully, uh, I'm, I'm still continuing to ask people to put my music on their playlist, whether yeah. it be sleeping or study or just office background music or sure. restaurant music or elevator music or yeah. smooth jazz. I'm even on a smooth jazz playlist. I don't even yeah. play jazz, but it's cool, you know? Yeah. No, I, I love that. And so um, just your, your attitude is great about it, too, and they, they've been very well to you. Just to show that um, you may not become a super millionaire through Spotify, but it can be a nice income. And, and I like how you have... I've, I've seen you like reply to people before in comments to say, well, you know what, I look at it this way, if somebody buys the CD, you get the sale from that one CD, but you don't get anything when they listen to it again and again and yeah. again. If they have it on Spotify, you get a little something each time when it happens, and it's in some ways it's kind of like that tip jar, you know, that, yeah. that you're, you're doing. And as a people. result of this, this studying and looking up how to improve on Spotify, I, I met a guy named George Goodrich, and he has this business called the Slotify Method. It's just a a little ebook, and I, he begged me to buy it from him, you know, and yeah. I, I did. I gave him like ten bucks or something. Yeah. You know? And um, not long after that, we started talking and becoming friends. And he wrote a, a nice little blog post about me, the guitar slinging dad. Yeah. Is what it was called. You I think I read that. that one. Yeah. yeah. So that was the one where I said, "Hey, I've got a goal. I want to. I want to actually get sixty million streams because I I kind kind of know what I'm getting paid per stream." You know, on average, mm-hmm. it changes because Spotify's streaming royalty thing, uh, it fluctuates depending on advertising and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I average about 60 million streams and I could pay off my house possibly. Yeah. So um, if I could get 60 million streams, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And I'm already like at 6 million-ish. Which is amazing Which in is itself. Awesome. For, yeah. I, I never thought that uh, such a niche thing would be so popular. Yeah. And instrumental, instrumental music is really popular yeah you know for businesses and things yeah well and i as i think about that I'm like yeah i go to a doctor's office it's playing there if i yeah, go to sure. dip, you know um even I, not only spotify yeah. but pandora as well yeah. um I, I have my music on there and i think last time i looked i have eleven thousand monthly listeners wow on spotify i have three hundred and twelve thousand listeners on my wow. right now so that's fantastic if i could uh build the Pandora up like Spotify, then, you know, the house would get paid off a lot sooner. <laughs> yeah. Well, so listeners, you know what to do. And, and I, I suggest this not only for Lance and, you know, put him on your playlist, whatever one you have, because you as a user, if you use Spotify, you can make your own playlist for things. Um, but also for any artist you like, um, whether it's me or Stephen Curse Chapman or whoever else, Dave Cleveland, as we talked about. Um, you can you can help them out no matter how big or how small they are as an artist it helps them out on Spotify to do that so I definitely recommend you put Lance on your playlist and uh, it's something you can do uh, even if you're using Spotify for free it's something you can do to help uh, kind of contribute to that tip jar so to speak for artists and if you want artists to continue making music um, I mean, please keep supporting them in that way or in any way that you can, and we always appreciate it. And uh, I know you've loved Lance's music. Um, before we play a, a final song here and kind of close out our time, uh, I always want to ask guests, what have I not talked about? That you are, Is there anything you're doing right now that you're really excited about that you're wanting people to sure, know yeah. about? Well, right now I'm getting ready to start some Christmas music. It'll be my first time to do Christmas music. Nice. And um, we're going to do... 
I've got this idea, I don't know if it's going to work out, but the 12 singles of Christmas. <laughs> and basically it's easier for me as an artist to release one single at a time. Sure. And these are going to be digital releases, things that you can find on Spotify, Pandora, etc. Sure. Eventually we may put them on a physical thing, but I'm going to be working with Avery Bright, the violinist, mm -hmm. who played oh. my stuff. So uh, we're going to have a really nice sounding, fun, you know, something that people understand. You know, you're going to hear the song, you're going to hear the melody. And it's just going to be in the background. You're going to know what it is. It's not going to be a singer taking away, you know, your, you know, you know it's going to be instrumental music, which is yeah. kind of what I'm passionate about. And uh, that's going to happen. So we may do, we're going to do some probably soon, and we're going to release them, you know, one a week probably. Yeah. And I'm also going to do a thing called Guitar Peace. And that's a, as a result of being on the Peaceful Guitar playlist. There's a lot of nylon string guitar on there. And I want to do, a, you know, a 10 song album of made up classical music sort of yeah. you know on my nylon string or I may even borrow one there was an opportunity for me to borrow this really old Martin uh, but the guy felt a little uncomfortable about letting me borrowing it which was totally fine uh, but um, I've got an okay nylon string I think I can make sound nice yeah. you know nice well we will look forward to hearing that for sure so for those of you if you don't have Lance Allen on your spot of flat five Spotify, oh my oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make sure and add him to that for sure. You're going to really enjoy it. I, I love uh, I love hearing his music, and I love great guitarists. And um, and I can be a little picky like most guitarists about which ones I want to go to and listen to, and Lance is one that I go to often. So I consider it an honor to be sitting here in your place and even getting to play along with you on just a little jam yeah. like we're about to do. So I'm, I'm going to lay down my microphone, and hopefully you guys will be able to hear everything okay. Um, the good notes that you hear are going to be Lance. If you hear any bad ones, that's me. That uh, that happens on here. Oh, so, yeah. so uh, we'll we'll think of a title. I'll play some bad notes just just for fun. Just to throw people off. Like that's right. <laughs> there you go. That was totally Lance. That's the only bad note you're going to hear from him tonight. So um, we'll think of a song of a name for this tune later. But Lance, why don't you go ahead and start, and I'll okay. just kind of follow you along, and we'll swap up.
Well, that was Lance Allen on Twitter and Instagram. He's Guitar Lancer on Facebook. He's just Lance Allen. And uh, you there can you find him. Google it. Uh, yeah, Google him. You'll find or him. Bing and it. That's right. <laughs> Is that a thing? Bing it, Google it. Um, I don't know. What's, what was, YouTube it? What was AOL back in the day? I don't yeah. know. Just oh, kidding. AOL. Oh, Instagram so, it. Well, it's been a real honor, and uh, thanks for even as tired as I am at the end of this long day of driving, uh, spending some time and letting me play with you, and uh, it's it's been a real honor. Lance Allen, thank you for being one of the voices. Thanks for having me on. This week. Yeah. Thank you for joining me here this week on the Voices in My Head podcast. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleyjames.com, follow me on Twitter at rickleyjames, like my artist page on Facebook at facebook.com slash rickleyjames, and keep up to date on what I'm writing at my author page on amazon.com. Make sure to follow my calendar on the website, and if you would like to have me come to your town to do a concert, a speaking engagement, or a book event, you can book me through my website by clicking on the link for Pair Booking Agency. That's P-A-R-E Booking. And finally, it would mean the world to me if you were to leave me a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast is on the internet. And now the benediction. May the God of peace, who raised Christ from the dead, strengthen your inner being for every good work. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, rest upon you and dwell within you this day and forevermore. Amen.